This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> we're never going to get it together. <laughs> Man, I wish you would have said that when we were recording. Well, I can say it again. Let's get this party started. <laughs> it's party week. Woohoo! I guess yeah. we no more theme weeks. What they actually meant was no more like nationality theme. You know what they needed was they need in college, my roommates and I would always joke about the party woo. Because no matter what party you'd go to, there was always some broy guy that would be like, woo! There was also woo. Someone always had a woo. Remember, Lo was like, she, I think her, one of her nicknames at the firehouse is woo because she's a real woo girl. Yes. Yes. Woo. Yes. That's such a good, yes. Our Hi friend, Hilo. Yes. Into our 10 mm-hmm. year anniversary video project. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a little, that's a deep cut. And actually, no one knows that. That's a private joke. But true, we do have joke. a friend that I really appreciate the woos. Um, Allison just put a glossary of all the terms we're going to need to know in the chat this week. Thank you so much because I really was wondering about a lot of these things. I'm retiring and Allison's taking taking over. (laughs) Let's dive in. I immediately love everyone's outfits. Allison's dress is like covered in all these colorful stars. I would 1000% own that. I would would own Allison's dress. Oh, so good. Chef's kiss. Kasha has another jumpsuit on. Prue is wearing like a caftan, basically. Paul, just kind of normal outfit. And Noel, also sort of normal. Paul, denim on denim. <laughs> they start out with like a bouncy castle, which Allison has a little glossary note in here. We do call that a bouncy castle in the States too. But they also then are like, we're going to be over here doing the Agadoo, which I didn't know what that was. And Allison tells us it's a children's party song with a routine from the 80s, complete with a YouTube link. So helpful. So <laughs> helpful. Oh my goodness. She also has a link about the conga. The dance is the same as in the U.S., but this was the song from the 80s. The video is so weird. All right. We will be linking these YouTube videos in our show notes yeah. for all of the rest of the you Americans who don't know what we're So much about. context to dive into. So much context for British party culture. The signature challenge, 12 delicious sausage rolls. They can use any type of pastry, but Prue says they'll probably all be doing a rough puff, which they do. They can have any type of filling and flavor as long as it's sausage wrapped in pastry but you can kind of like take that however you want they have two hours paul says this is his favorite challenge ever we come to find that paul freaking loves a sausage roll he says he's made millions and millions like have you made millions have you paul millions millions. multiple millions in his time he's real confident about this he is very he yeah he is stoked i mean he's confident but this is epic next level confidence about these sausage rolls. It's a little bit hot in the tent. So the butter is going to be melting quickly when you're doing a puff pastry. You want that cold butter. And the reason you want the butter to be cold is when you put it in the oven, flakes. the butter melts really quickly and the steam from the melting creates space in the layers of the dough. And that's how you get that flakiness. Is this where my favorite lemon lamination happens? The lamination. Is that what that's called? Yes, that is what that's called. My favorite. It is so good. I just want to like take a bite of the... I know know it wouldn't be good, but it just feels like you want to take a bite out of that like packed dough and butter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It would not be good, but it just feels like it would be good. It just looks delightful. (laughs) They need... So they need flaky pastry and the flavor needs to pack a punch. You don't want it too dry or too claggy. Appreciate that they brought that word back. 
I hadn't, I don't think I've heard a claggy in this season yet. I don't, yeah. I, I think we talked about it maybe a little bit. Stodgy. Kentucky, but it hasn't. But stodgy. not claggy. You're right. Maybe not claggy. I don't think there was a claggy. So Christy is making a cranberry and sage sausage roll. She says they're based on all of the Paul Hollywood tutorials she has watched over the years. And Paul's like, okay, great. They will have a rough puff pastry, red garlic and onion in the sausage, and a layer of orange and cranberry sauce. She struggles with her puff pastry butter leaking, which probably means that her butter was too warm going into the oven. Christy is just always stressed in this episode she's like very quick to panic which is well not... now i'm noticing it she yeah. she quietly panics it is a quiet she's panic, about to explode like... yeah yeah she's really it's been building up over the weeks it's starting to come out of her ears her sausage rolls are a bit pale and have a little bit of a soggy bottom which we don't want to see they're a little underbaked but the flavor is good they're well seasoned prue says the filling is perfect but paul says the pastry is the weak link which of course when we are in the baking challenge they're really looking for like the baking techniques and skills not necessarily the cooking skills like if it comes down to it they're going to judge your bake and not like the filling so she doesn't do that great dan is doing a dim sum sausage roll a shumai dim sum sausage roll to be specific so basically it sounds like it's going to be like a giant egg roll which sounds amazing in my opinion. So he's going to have prawn and pork filling with five spice, water, chestnuts, ginger, and garlic with a soy dipping sauce. They are skeptical to say the least. Paul is like, why are you messing with the perfect sausage roll and like throwing prawns and ginger in there? He's he's not, he's not into it. It's kind of like last week when he was, whatever the heck they were making in the technical or not yeah, technical, the signature. the signature. Right. And it, but it worked out last week. It this worked week, out this week. They're still, they're still kind of like, but it's so funny because Paul's like, don't let me down, Dan. Don't let me yeah, down. So he, yeah. Like he did the Thai like curry kind yes. of. Yes. And, and they were like, oh, wait, wow, that really works. And this week he took a risk and it didn't pan out. Prue says, well, it certainly tastes Chinese, which <laughs> you can tell she's really stretching. <laughs> yeah, she's digging, digging. Paul doesn't love the flavor. He wants it to be more of a traditional sausage roll. So it's kind of hard to say how he does because like the bake is good, but his risk just doesn't pay off. Josh is going full Christmas this entire Oh, and episode. he dresses as a theme he is he just a little, a little elf he's got t-shirt. elf socks he's adorable he is going to make a christmas themed sausage roll with turkey and sausage brussels sprouts chestnuts and apricots with a layer of cranberry sauce they say his lamination has too many gaps it needed longer in the oven the sausage is a bit dry but the flavors are great so basically the main critique is like they could have used longer in the oven okay fine tasha is doing a cider picnic in the park theme she is going to have pork and apple with a layer of apple and apricot. Mm, this sounds delicious. It sounds delicious. Paul is like, do you think you ha- you're going to make it in the final? And she's like, you know, whatever happens, I'm just proud to be here. And he was like, well, you're talented enough to make it to the final. And I'm like, Paul just... He really likes her. He just wants to take her under his wing. It reminds me of the voice when they pick singers to have on their team. I feel like Paul needs to start doing yeah. it that way where he's like, I pick Tasha. I pick you. Totally. She is the captain of his team for sure. They look good. You can see the lamination, but they need it longer in the oven. The filling is delicious. They said, Paul's like, this filling is, the flavor is beautiful, but it just needed another 10 minutes. She does well. They're like, literally the only critique. He, he literally just says, just put him back in the oven for 10 more minutes and you'll have a great Yeah, he's like, we'll be back in 10 <laughs> minutes and let's yeah. taste this again. And when they're doing the post-challenge interview, she's like, I knew they needed longer. I just didn't have 10 more minutes. Like, it went fine. So she did great. Maddie is making a classic sausage roll with pork caramelized onion. And then he's going to add some grated apple and a touch of chili. Prue loves the shape. 
The color is good. The bake is strong. Paul likes being able to see the lamination. They're crispy. They like the flavor. And Maddie gets a handshake. He just gets a handshake out of nowhere. So Paul good. just goes right in. Paul doesn't even hesitate and kind of no, do the fake out. He's like, right in. this is incredible. He says, thank you Go. for bringing me a sausage roll. Yes. Petra in the chat says, Matt's reaction to the handshake was the best. He was like, huh? Ah. So <laughs> it was a little gasp. <gasps> me? So cute. Um, Jacqueline in the chat says, what would you make for the signature? I'm thinking some sort of seasoned sweet potato, goat cheese, caramelized onion, cranberry with a little sausage, maybe some fried onions baked into the pastry dough. Her husband would do an Italian-inspired, kind of Italian calzone-inspired thing with a garlicky garlic knot. Sounds really good. I would, what would I do with a sausage roll? I might have gone like maybe like a sausage, bis- like a sausage gravy, like kind of biscuits and gravy. Jacqueline says, I'm always pleasantly surprised by Maddie. And I agree. He's like kind of a little bit of a lug. Like he's a little mm-hmm. bit of like a himbo, but I love him. Yeah. So coming out of the signature, I think Maddie is definitely on top, definitely Tasha, and then Christy and Dan, I would say, are in the bottom. The technical is set by Paul, and he says, everyone's going to know this one because it's a very famous bake. Read the recipe carefully and enjoy it. So the technical is a chocolate caterpillar cake. This is not something that we have in the U.S. But I love that it Allison, is very popular. <laughs> I know Allison lets us know. It is a Colin the caterpillar off the shelf cake from a grocery store called Marks and Spencer. So she said they can't, they couldn't name the cake or the store because they don't sponsor the show, but everyone knows they're making a Colin. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. They're making a Colin. That's really funny. That's adorable. That's <laughs> yeah, really Carolyn adorable. Says, everyone will know this one. Cut to all North Americans Googling it. <laughs> yeah. We're like, huh? No, hey? But it's basically a Swiss roll that's decorated to look like a caterpillar. It's really cute. It, they're looking for a chocolate Swiss roll sponge filled with a chocolate meringue buttercream coated in chocolate ganache with chocolate meringue caterpillar features. They have two and a half hours, which is not that much time. But again, here we are with the technical. It's not like an insanely short amount of time, but like they're going to have to get cracking because with the Swiss roll, as we talked about, I think we had a Swiss roll in a in the signature earlier on in the season. It's all about the temperatures because you have to roll the cake when it's still warm. But if you do it when it's too hot, then it's gonna not then it's gonna like get all crumbly. And if you wait till it's cold, then it's gonna crack. So you kind of have to like find the right timing and then you unroll it and add the buttercream and then roll it back up. It's like a whole thing. Jacqueline says, is this the British equivalent of the Barbie cake in the US? I don't know. Allison, let us know if you guys have a Barbie cake, which is basically like, it's like a just a a regular cake, but you sit a Barbie in the middle so that the cake looks like her gown. Her gown. Yeah. (laughs) Google it. So a lot of people have had these before, but not necessarily made them. This is like a store-bought thing, typically. The trick is to get the bake right. Paul says you can't overbake it by even a minute. And you also have to cut the strips correctly and have the right proportion of buttercream to cake. So there's a lot of elements because there's also like a ganache, the little like legs and antenna. There's a lot going on. As we get to the end, the cakes all look rushed. Like none of them look obviously as good as the one that they have as the example because they just look like they've been trying to smear ganache on at the last minute. Half the people just pour the ganache on. Doesn't look great. Everyone does a different little face. And Tasha does hers look like Noel, which I love. She like she gives them big sideburns. sideburns. It's so cute. Maddie makes like a weird little zombie caterpillar face. And in the meantime, Christy has to start over. Hers does not go well. She has to start over from scratch. And it's just her second attempt is just going everywhere. There's Christy like is cracking. Christy's cracking. At the end, Christy she was like, cracking. hey, can I borrow some of your dirt or scraps or whatever for the the little that's supposed to look like dirt right, around the like caterpillar. 
Carl. She Dan. takes it from Dan. Like, I'm not supposed to help you. I'm not supposed to help you. And Allison's looking at them like, stop like, helping each other. Right. Drama. Like, drama in the tent. Drama in the tent. Yeah, Jacqueline says, use the cake you threw away. Yeah, come on, Christy. She's she's losing She's not it. thinking straight. No. She's losing it. Since we only have five bakers, we get to go through all of them. Maddie's is scary, in my opinion, but it's quite neat, they say. Paul says it looks like a train. Okay. There's too much buttercream and the sponge is ever baked. Christie's is all over the place. The sponge is a better bake. The ganache is good. The cake is good, but it's not neat. Tasha's, um, Paul can tell it's Noel, which makes me think he probably already, like figures out that it's Tasha's cake because she's definitely like the most artistic in the group. Yeah. How did he know that it was Noel off of a face like that? I know, but it's like, really? Did he really know that that was Noel? I I think if you're standing next to Noel, you'd be like, oh, I see what you did here. Because otherwise, what you'd be like, why did this this caterpillar have such crazy sideburns? But it has all of their elements. It's very light. It's delicious. She does great. On Maddie's, the legs are too short. It's a bit messy. And the cake is a bit dry. And then on Dan, the caterpillar is too skinny. He cut cut it in the wrong, wrong. like like hot dog. And you're supposed to cut hamburger. And um, it looks kind of sad. It looks like a a caterpillar that did not eat enough for lunch. Paul says, if if you brought this to a child's birthday party, they would be upset. (laughs) 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 It's not okay. Um, all right, so in fifth is Dan with his sad cut the wrong way caterpillar. Fourth is Josh. Third is Maddie. Second is Christy. And Tasha comes in first. I was surprised Christy did so well because, frankly, I thought hers looked very messy, but the I elements thought were the all same there. Thing. Yeah. Tasha's looks great. I think she's in line for Star Baker at this point. So they're saying coming out of this first day, it's between Maddie and Tasha for Star Baker, and all the three others are, are in trouble. For the showstopper, they are making an anything but beige buffet, which sounds so fun. I love like an anything but party theme. Do you know that bathing suit store called Anything But Water? No, it's called Everything But Water. Yes. It reminds me of that. Have you ever been to an anything but clothes party? No. What? That was a big, a big, um, had a, it was trendy when I was in college that people would have it is ABC anything but clothes. So you could wear like, it was like a chance to just dress really slutty, but like, you know, you could wear like a trash bag or like you could do anything, anything but clothes. Did you wear underwear? Yeah, I wore underwear. Not everyone did, but you know me in underwear. (laughs) Yeah, I do know (laughs) you. I was wearing underwear. I feel like I'm trying to think what I wore when I went to an everything but clothes or anything but clothes party. Maybe I wore a trash bag. Maybe that's why that. Oh, I wore, um, I had a, like a really big like pillowcase sort of thing. And then I wrapped it in caution tape. But then there were like the really slutty girls who only wore caution tape. Oh, okay. I wasn't quite. Oh yeah. Brianna says duck, Brianna says duct tape dresses, sheet dresses. Oh yeah. A lot of duct tape dresses. That was, oh my God, that that was like big in the era of duct tape Ouchie. Dresses. You would you probably. You tape it to your skin. It's a double layer. So you basically duct tape. Like a sheet. I know, but you do a sheet and then duct tape over it or what? No. So you like. I'm holding my crotch right now because I'm like, ouchie. Okay. So what you do to make a duct tape dress is you take a a long, a piece of duct tape that's as long as you want the dress to be. And then you take two of those and then you connect them with duct tape facing inside. And then you go back over the duct tape facing outside. So you basically just end up with like a flat rectangle that where the duct tape is stuck together and then you wrap it around yourself and then like wrap more duct tape around it. Got it. To get yourself into the Sounds so sweaty. Oh, it's very sweaty. You can't go to the bathroom. It doesn't work at all. But you know, there you go. Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Allison asked, are beige buffets a stereotype in the USA? I don't know what that is. Is it yeah, like that? like the idea that like everything served at a buffet is like brown. Like you're gonna have rolls and you're gonna have. I've like, never every, heard it's all, of like, that. It's all like little baked things. Yeah, yeah, I've I don't I wouldn't say it's like a major stereotype, but I've definitely heard. 
people say, like, you know, if you go to Cracker Barrel and you go to the buffet, like, everything is just brown. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. All right. So this is an anything but beige buffet, not an anything but clothes party. I say we don't want beige. We want a colorful display of highly decorative, sweet, and savory party bakes. They have four and a half hours, which is an incredibly long amount of time. So they're expecting lots of components. Prue says they want at least 12 of each of the things they're making. And she said it's actually quite a big catering job that we're asking them to do. But she also doesn't want them to be overly ambitious. She's like, if, you know, pick something that you can nail versus overextending yourself and then not having anything to show for it. Paul says if there's dead time, you're doing something wrong. He wants to see them show off, but not push themselves so far they fall off the cliff. So Dan does not take this advice and does six different things. <laughs> he has a dinosaur theme. He's going to make dinosaur feet curry pies, fossils made out of lemon shortbread, ankylosaurus tea cakes, cake pops, and white chocolate dinosaur eggs. This is a fun fact. The ankylosaurus was the gassiest dinosaur. My question when I found out that tip or that fact was how do they know that? How did they know that the ankylosaurus is the gassiest dinosaur? Mm-hmm. But I learned it on Storybots, so it's probably true. Paul says he thinks Dan is doing too many things. And Dan, by the end, says, I've never had to work this hard to make food, and I probably never will again after this is over. Like, please make it end. <laughs> well, Dan is very creative. I, I always have appreciated his creativity, but I feel like he did take a little bit too much on board He really here. goes, he loves the theme, Dan yeah, does. He really he does. goes hard. It looks nice, tidy. The dinosaur feet curry is lovely. The pastry is crumbly, but it's a little bit dry. The lemon fossil biscuits are nice. The ankylosauruses are too thick with the chocolate but the eggs are delicious. Prue says, you did six things. Maybe if you had done four things, you could have gotten them perfect. So a little bit of like a backhanded compliment there. <laughs> so he does okay. I love when she also says, it's such a pity. <laughs> because there's... That is a stab through the heart. For it's Prue. a stab because there's so many good things, but she'll be like, oh, it's such a pity. It's almost like, you're so close. It's a pity that you just didn't meet my standards. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Josh, it's Christmas themed again, believe it or not. Bless his doing- sweet heart. Bless it. It's adorable. He's doing coconut snowman macarons, sweet shoe bun puddings with chocolate cracklin, a cron wreath, which is a savory type of bread. Paul says they're neat as a pin. The cron bread wreaths are even, delicious, soft, well baked. He is like, Paul is very impressed by them. It's very polished. It is actually something I would love to reach through the screen and grab and bite into it. I was like, that's the first time I actually felt that way. It was like those wreaths of like, they just. (laughs) Give me it. Um, the shoe bun puddings are delicious. They have a great silky filling. The macarons are amazing. They're perfectly piped. He nails it. Prue says it's hard to fault anything, which is another way, which is the opposite of her saying it's a pity. That's like her way of saying like, that's the Prue handshake. Practically. Yes, yes. Maddie is doing a sports buffet. We're reminded that he is a PE teacher, which just made me laugh. I'm like, can you imagine having him as your PE teacher? So great. So great. I bet you he brings so many baked goods to all the teachers at school. And he's just a, he's a fan favorite. So he's going to have curry filled cricket ball pies, creme brulee donuts, tennis ball macarons, and golf like golf green chocolate and orange cupcakes. The colors are good. I feel like Maddie is one of the few people, like Josh's were not very beige. Dan's was still pretty beige. We'll get to Tasha and Christie's, but like they also end up being pretty beige. I feel like Maddie was the best of the group in keeping them from being beige. Prue says, you've achieved something quite clever because everything has a different looking finish. The donuts look donuts look good. They have a good taste. Paul says the oil was too hot and so they are a little bit raw, but they don't really dwell on that. The macarons are good, delicious flavor. The little cricket ball pies are delicious. The cupcakes are a lovely flavor. When they get down to it, they're like, the flavors are all right on. Some of the textures are slightly off, but really just the donuts. 
So he does one fantastic. Christy is doing a Willy Wonka theme, which I think is a very clever theme. Very clever. She's going to have pink chocolate Swiss roll lollipops, lemon meringue cupcakes, candy cane cheese twists, and spiced beef and onion patties that are shaped like little candies in a wrapper. She seems to be doing well. All of her elements are going together, but it turns out pretty beige, all things considered. And in the end, things just like don't look finished. Paul says it's a bit rough and ready. Yeah, it looks messy. It looks messy, which like you can't be messy. in No. And she kind of tried to make a joke like, well, it's Willy Wonka. Everything has to be crooked. I'm like, like, I get it. I get it. But no, it looks yeah it looks messy um really quickly i just want to say that in the chat everyone is talking about (laughs) how maddie is giving off like early 2000s disney movie about a baseball player who secretly takes cooking lessons (laughs) eddie's million dollar cook-off oh i I guess yeah title of that i have to scroll yeah Yeah. it says any millennial gen c covers getting eddie's million dollar cook-off from maddie and I was like, nope, don't know what that is. I know that one. Precursor, precursor to High School Musical. I mean, I love it. He does, even without the title of the movie, early 2000s Disney movie about a baseball player who secretly takes cooking lessons. Done. Like, that's Maddie. Done. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would cast him in that role, 100%. So back to Christy. The candy cane cheese twists are okay, but underbaked. The pies are good. The cupcakes taste good. But they say it comes down to the look. The visual effect has fallen short. So even though most of her bakes are fine, at this point, there's only four other bakers in the tent. You got to come on all cylinders. Like you got to show up full force and she really doesn't just fall short. Tasha is making a farmyard party. She's going to have Zatar milk bread pigs, sweet shoe bun lambs with blackberry filling, and Viennese wagon wheels. She falls behind on timing pretty much right away. Her jam doesn't set. She has a hard time. Her milk bread um, dough for the pigs like doesn't rise enough. She has to, so she's getting things. Her um, shoe, shoe dough doesn't rise enough. Like she really struggles in this one. And it also turns out pretty beige. The Viennese wheels are underbaked, but the flavor is perfect, says Prue. The lambs are underwhelming which is a bummer. The pigs are lovely. They love them. But overall, Paul is a little over underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. The pigs so, are so cute, though. The pigs They're are so really cute. cute. No, yes. Allison says, a bit of a shambles overall. Yes, a bit of a shambles. <laughs> Not the Allison show Allison. Allison in the chat, our yes. resident expert, says a bit of a shambles overall. A bit of it. She really yeah, is. I really so appreciate that. I feel like she's probably out of line for star baker but i don't, i'm not worried about tasha going home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm thinking maddie is probably gonna get star baker they say josh is in line because his showstopper was so amazing yeah i think it would have been tasha if her showstopper had been a little better but that's just me they say dan is in trouble and christy is in trouble um but before we get to the end of who goes home if you were gonna make a anything but beige buffet what would you oh do? my gosh i have no idea what would you make? I have no clue. I think I would do like a Roy G. Biv. Like I would just go for the actual colors of like everything's going to have maybe like a very hungry caterpillar type of thing. Mm, that's cute. Like try to find, try to think of something in or even, or maybe, oh, maybe like a color wheel. Like really mm-hmm. lean into the fact that like they're supposed to be like just have the theme be the colors. Yeah, because I was really disappointed in how much beige was in this no beige yeah. challenge where I'm like, Okay, I get you maybe put a little bit of food coloring in this, but this was all, this was a lot of beige. I know. Jacqueline says hers would be a forest theme with mushrooms and colorful leaves or houseplant themed. That's mm-hmm. very fun. Mm-hmm. Various pesto flavors for savory and then bright alcoholic citrus flavors like a Paloma. I could I do Paloma. like, could I do like a Taylor Swift themed yes. party? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be could. fun. You could do an Eras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Eras. That's what I would do. <laughs> 
All right. So in the end, Maddie does get Star Baker, which is very exciting. And Christy goes home, which it's her time. She she has cracked. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> we cracked Gretchen Wieners. We cracked Gretchen Wieners. So sad. I know. Well, that was fun. That was party theme. And next that week is already the semifinals. Theme. Yeah. There's only two weeks mm-hmm. left. I love when Allison was like, how do you feel being in the semifinals? And Tasha's like, am I? It's not. She's like, oh, it's not that week yet. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Um, well, thanks guys for being here. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Please tell your friends about this podcast. If you're baking, tag us. We love to see it. I can't believe there's only two weeks left. I'm going to be really sad when we're done with this season. I always get so sad when we're done with the season. It's a good season though. It is good people. Season. As always, it's always yeah, good people. It's, it's always a great. But there were, I, I got to say this one last thing. I do feel, you know, that show nailed it where they it's like the absolute reverse of Bake Off where they have people bake yeah. things that they have no experience and so they try to make it look like... I feel like the Caterpillar cake was... And last week's technical was an episode yeah. of Nailed It. They just need to give merged them like 15 in, more minutes. Merged into the Bake Off because it all looked horrible. Yeah, they just need to give them like 15 more minutes. A waste of food, Allison says. Agree. Don't waste food. Don't waste food. I'm sure it still tastes delicious. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next week... On your marks. Get set... <gasps> Bake! Bake! Woo woo! Party party! Woo! <laughs> We're never gonna get it together. <laughs> <laughs>